Hey folks, it's Jeremy, the host of Blamo. Thanks so much for listening. This is a preview of one of our exclusive shows on Patreon. These are member-supported shows, meaning they only happen because of our incredible members and community. So check out a preview of the episode, and if you like it, consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Blamo, where we have tons of exclusive Blamo episodes, shows, our amazing Slack group, and we're adding new things for members all the time. If not, no worries, we still love you, and we literally have hundreds of episodes of Blamo all free for you to dive into. Thanks so much. Everyone always wants to know, what are you wearing today? But no one ever thought to ask, how are you wearing today? Welcome to the Triple J Show, hosted by Jeremy Kirkland, Gian Delihan, and John Moy. This show is what a podcast would sound like if you could make one with your own hands. Like we used to in the good old days, when jacket cuffs were functional, jeans were shuttle loomed, and no one joked, Hey buddy, why are you so dressed up? Just because you decided to wear a sport coat to the grocery store. As three mildly respected industry veterans whose net worth is mostly housed in their closets, the Triple J crew will share stories from behind the bespoke curtain, make a little more sense of the rapidly changing fashion world, and who knows, someone may learn a thing or two. So button those middle buttons, tighten those side tabs, strap on those monks, and enjoy the ride. Our, our open... Moy wrote is the the five minute flexathon. So that being Gian's Tokyo trip, yeah, what the hell happened there? Because last last time we did this, you were getting ready to go to Tokyo. Yeah, you oh, were packing right. empty bags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how was how was Tokyo? My new favorite thing, actually. I've been wearing a ton of uh, wearing them a ton. Um, the North Face purple label does like these snap button poly cotton oxfords that mm-hmm. are just super baggy. And I've been wearing them with everything, like even the button down collar or just white tonal snaps. And there's just like a little Oxford coaches jacket, not even an Oxford coaches jacket. It's literally just like an Oxford with snaps. And it's like one of my favorite things. And it was great. Got some, I mean, you know, the exchange rate when we were there was like maybe 145 to a dollar. Normally it's about a hundred to a dollar. So wow. I was able to get, I mean, uh, some warehouse jeans that I'm breaking in. Uh, I did get some real McCoys as well. The uh, the Joe McCoys washed denim, some Issy jackets. Uh, but yeah, like I managed to collect all the capital pogs in the Tokyo area as well. Like basically the the store business cards are pogs. And when I found that out, I was like, I needed to get as many of these as possible. And I managed to make a day of it of just collecting them all. Wait, wait, wait. Capitals store business cards are pogs. Yes, they're pogs. That's like the, the front is like a you know it's a photo of the store, some sort of icon of the store, and then the back is like the store address. But you know, I think someone in the Slack was also asking about denim shops, and it's like you know in Ebisu, that's where like the warehouse store is. There's also one in Ginza at the mall, but in Ebisu, there's like three capital stores within walking distance, including the. Um, well, there's Capital Legs, and then there's like the Capital Archive store that you have to take your shoes off before you go inside. And then there's just like the regular Capital um, Ebisu store as well. But 
man, it's like, it's crazy because, you, you know, you, you kind of hunt grails real time there because it's like the stuff that sells out everywhere else, you know, sells out in Japan mm-hmm. even faster, even though that there wasn't a lot of tourists. But yeah, I was like trying to get one of the Farrell sweaters for the longest time and then I barely was able to get my size. But man, I should do it. No carjacking in real life this time. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> That's the advantage. But, you know, now that it's opened up as of, you know, October 11, I'm sure all the prices for like flights and hotels are going to shoot right back up. But it was good, right? So you, you had a good time. You got a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, got to hang out with a lot of people. Uh, saw Wapagi the man, you know, is mm-hmm. literally the man. He also has a new bar, which was amazing. So that was super great. Ate amazing food. Uh, saw Daniel Arsham's new exhibit at Paraton. I uh, was able to catch up with some friends. Uh, I mean, you know, some of the best food I had was pizza, to be honest, which is amazing. Go like, there's on. a place called the Sarington that only has two types of pizza. One with cheese and one without cheese, just like a marinara pizza. And I mean, I've never thought that I would miss a marinara pizza, but the marinara pizza at Sarington is literally something to write home about Holy and shit. it's like such like a quintessential japanese restaurant like i went there uh janice was there and then uh billy fisher uh shouts to o word oh yeah um who's the head of collabs at asics he's been living in tokyo and um his friend hannah came through and um yeah he he brought us there it's like so japanese in the sense that like one it's a pizza place with a limited menu but two everything's like beatles themed so like, like the, the Sarincon is in Beatles font. Yeah. And there's just like a bunch of Beatles references that decorate the restaurant, which was great. Wow. Yeah. Pretty Damn, tight. man. And more, yeah, you I'm, were in Japan, right? Or sorry, more, you, you were in New York. Yeah. Oh, well, I was going to say like the, I think the best thing we did though, <laughs> or is uh, we got to hang out at W. David Marks's house, which was just amazing. And he, you know, he, we had a, his, his, ate with his family, had some meatloaf. Uh, but it's like, I've never wanted to move to Japan as much as like seeing how, you know, he's doing it, living in Kichijoji, like a super suburban area. And Wait, really? Yeah, yeah he's, it's, a, it's an amazing area. You know, there's like a big Uniqlo there. There's also a ton of like, uh, and I say that because it's like, it's a case study for just a very like neighborhood store, right? In terms of like how normal it is there. Um, although I was able to buy all the Final Fantasy shirts because I'm a nerd. And Hell yeah. I mean, somehow Uniqlo is even cheaper in Japan. It was like four dollars a shirt because they were on sale or something like that. It's crazy. Um, but there's a b- bunch of great vintage shops, too, that he like took us to. And so it's just crazy to see like the Japanese vintage scene. I mean, it's not as big as Koenji or like, you know, Nakano Broadway. I think, you know, I'll save that for another time. But there's like so much anime and video game stuff that we went to as well because it was the first time going to Akihabara which is like yeah you know the electric land where they have like a huge mandarake whatever it's pretty crazy holy hell how long were you there oh man like 10 days yeah it's a good amount of time it's good it was so hot though that's the one thing I think I would um probably say is that if you go in August it's like you're gonna sweat and it's so humid and just very damp yeah i mean i went to hong kong in august which i mean it's not like they're that close to, to each other but you're just Jeez. like those are never yeah. it's just, it's i have trash. family there i would not go there in august yeah <laughs> yeah 
not the vibe. Even <laughs> though everything is like inside, it's it's still yeah. Yeah, but you just like walk out into like a wall of humidity. Exactly. Like you just like all your clothes like instantly stick to you. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Right. No thanks. No thanks. I mean, it's like I couldn't have t-shirts that were thin enough when I was there. So <laughs> crazy. Well, at least you bought extra shirts to cover, yep. you know, multiple outfit changes a day. I mean, you needed to. <laughs> oh, and I lost my I, I lost my wallet in Japan. We didn't even talk what? about that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, you did yeah, lose your dude. wallet and, and you didn't get it back, which apparently no. is like unheard of. Like the joke is like, if you lose your wallet in Japan, you get it back. Yeah, Unless I did not get it back. I lost my, my wallet my second night in Japan. Like in a car or something? I honestly, I think it was because we, I, I had gone out a little too hard and I just woke up and I had everything else. And I'm just like, oh, well, I don't know where my wallet is. I got by <laughs> Apple Pay though, which was like a wow. So well, because like your, use Apple Pay your and passport then, and stuff wasn't in there, right? Obviously. No, just, exactly. Yeah. Just like my license cards. I mean, stuff I've obviously since recovered or mm-hmm. just gotten new versions of, but like nothing that wasn't replaceable. Yeah. But yeah. It's always a fun feeling. Yeah, it's fine. We got got over it. It's okay. Did you get the AirTag wallet thing? No, I I need to get that though. That's a good hack. I learned from you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I like an AirTag. Well, it's it's like a little like oversized credit card that you just shove in your wallet, and it's got like a it's on the Apple Find My Network. Yeah, crap. Yeah, it's not perfect, but it works. Who use it for their luggage? Like mm-hmm. when the airlines were just like losing their luggage, like everyone's luggage like crazy. They were just like throwing air tags in it. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, then you're just like watching it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea. Further away from you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. All right. Well, <laughs> it's in Alaska, but yeah. cool. That's <laughs> yeah, true. It's in Alaska. <laughs> it's like Nest Cams. Like, oh, like some of our neighbors have them and they're like, you should get one. And I was like, I don't know. I don't want to watch people rob me. Yeah, like what's exactly. it gonna do you know what i mean like I, i'll just be like because like if i was like you know doing some b and e's and someone on on the speaker was like hey man i can see you i'm like cool you should just tell me where the cool shit is or i'm just gonna break yeah. stuff too <laughs> like you know then it's just like i don't want it's helpless. you it's a helpless feeling enough right. like just walking into it but then to be like to get a push notification of like you're getting robbed homie I think, hey man, could you could you not do that? <laughs> yeah. Please leave the Gundam. It's yeah. sentimental. <laughs> could, you, could you just not take the package? Thanks. We have we have a Nest Cam in the backyard that has like attached to a floodlight. And it's basically I wake up every morning and it was like multiple notifications went off. And it's because I got like raccoons and deer yeah. and shit. I mean, like, that's kind of cool though. Yeah, I got a lot of videos of like possums just like walking, you know, around the backyard, giving flipping me off, you know. But like, yeah, that's pretty sick. Like a little little trail cam, trail cam, yeah. You know, or like maybe you inadvertently catch like a comet one time, you know. Like that. (laughs) I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's that. It's not the Hubble nest. (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say. (laughs) Yeah, it's not that good. It's enough to to recognize an object. Yeah. I think it's like the best cam is so good that it like tells you, hey, there's a comet approaching Earth. I mean, give it him a couple more years. Look at the, Ar- the Armageddon remake is Bruce Bruce uh, Willis's webcam. Or it's like found footage. Text it. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. 
<laughs> but no, there's there's a button on those things that call emergency services. Like oh. when you get it, if it's someone you don't know, like on the notification, it's like emergency. Uh, and I accidentally have hit it a bunch of times because it's right there. And I think they updated the app to like to take it off or you can toggle it off. But like there were so many times where you like I'd press it and it's like, OK, we're going to call 911 for you. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. no, <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, my mother-in-law dropping something off. You know, it's just like. So yeah. connect to 911 in that case. <laughs> yeah, so connect, yeah, so connect to 911. <laughs> Get out of here. SWAT team. I said no more peach cake. Damn it. <laughs> quit being generous. Yeah. <laughs> quit, quit coming and giving us gifts. Um, so wait, uh, wait Moy, you went to New York during Fashion Week. for. I think it was like the beginning of it, right? This is how like out of yeah, the you were loop there. I am. I think it was yeah. like the ki- like Out it started that week. Mm-hmm. Um, like you didn't know. Yeah. Honestly, and you also think started a new it. a new a new job that I got a call about in Japan. Yeah, which is uh, yeah, very it's funny. Like very uh, circular, <laughs> circular, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. Right when I saw you, you told me about that. You it got it at funny. like midnight. <laughs> Japan well, yeah, time. So I got like a call <laughs> from like a unknown number at like midnight Japan time, and like. It was just asking, you know, John put me as a reference for a job he was interviewing for. And I took the call and I I was like, is this the cops? Because I thought it was like the police (laughs) being like, oh, we found your wallet. But no. Oh, shit. A a recruiter asking like questions about John for like a background check now that he's a fed, (laughs) a federale. So it's like only because Gian lost his wallet did he answer an unknown phone number yeah. that then ended up being a reference for a job I then accepted. So, so you planned... It's like sliding doors. Yeah, so you planned yes. the wallet being lost, right? I mean, the universe works. You know what I mean? <laughs> the That's universe true. works. I don't question it. <laughs> Wait, so can we say what the job is? Uh, I mean, I'll edit yeah. it, if not. Yeah, it's, I don't think it's a big deal. It's product copy for the swoosh. So I'm just like did writing copy and, and for who? Like that. Nike. Okay. Nice. Nike. Yeah. Congrats. It's welcome, interesting. Welcome yeah. to the world of corporate. Welcome to the yeah. To the, you know, esteemed hollowed halls of people who left media for <laughs> you know corporate America. Yeah. <laughs> Have you thought about like writing just do it for all the copy? And you're like, this is all we ever need. And it's like, yeah, what? Like, what is he doing? It's like. Moy, we need you to write some copy for this. And you just send it back to him. And, and it just says, just do it. And yeah. it's like, what's this? Control C, Control V. What is going C, on over there? <laughs> you should just start an internal newsletter of like, you know, the John Moy version of the copy. And then just do a book deal out of it. Like a Palace got a book deal from their product descriptions. Oh, my God. Wait, Palace got a book Wait, deal? Wait, Palace got pro- a book deal from that? Oh, yeah. On Fade On. It's just essentially uh, all the product. Not all, but it's essentially left hand you curated the best product descriptions from palace and they put it in a book which is high key brilliant to be honest that is pretty smart give it to those kids those lads <laughs> those lads solid yeah. bro it's called like your fucking book <laughs> <laughs> no i think it's literally just called palace product descriptions which is even better wow yeah because it also is like pdp which is like yeah amazing um yeah that's commerce joke <laughs> so Moy, so Moy, you got you now. Now you got a gig. I do have, a, yeah, I got a nine to five. Yep. yep. 
Yeah, Zoom calls, doing mm-hmm. it up, you know, all kinds of emails, uh, <laughs> Slack, you know. You got, you got tired of being a kept man. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like with a, yeah, with like a vanity project jobs. You know, like <laughs> he's writing a novel. Cool. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I was just like ready for a little bit more consistency. I've been like freelancing for like 12 years. That's a long time to like kind of just be out there. Yeah, no. I know. And, and I know you're still waiting to get paid for four years of four pins. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Net, net four, four yeah. years. Well, you, <laughs> 12 to be years. Fair, you, you sent the invoices like two days ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we did forward them to the finance department, the accounting department, but, yeah. you know, now we need 17 forms of identification. For yeah. $350. Right. Um, yeah. So. You don't get back pay and inflation? <laughs> what I wish. <laughs> There's a watch company that when you work with them, everything has to be in physical writing. Like what? Like handwritten? Like 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 object, like uh like printed out mail. Wow. You know, invoices. There's no like they they don't accept e-invoices. They don't accept you know, you can discuss things over email. Like they obviously use it. How do you buy things? All, all of, all of their like. If you work for them, you need. Excuse me. You need insurance. You need all of these things to work for this watch, or like just to get hired to do contract work for this watch company. You need but liability insurance. What if, like, yeah. you have to buy things with like physical money. They don't accept credit cards. No, I mean, this is like if you do a project for them or you're like working for them, like, yeah, everything has to be physically itemized. Like if you buy stuff, you have to give them you have to mail them the actual receipts. You have to um, send them a like invoice that's printed out on paper that's signed. Um, A friend of mine did some stuff and one of the things required a notary. I'm not kidding. That's insane. Yeah. And he was like, this is like, they're just fucking with me. He's like, they're never, ever going to pay me. He's like, I'm, I have to go find a notary. He's like, are you kidding me? Um, yeah, I mean, he did it because obviously, you know, trying to get paid. Right. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a watch company that's just like, whatever, man, we can do that. Like, enjoy. <laughs> it. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Say <laughs> la vie. I guess I won't, I won't complain about uh Six week late direct deposit. Then, oh no, you <laughs> totally can and should. Honestly, I feel like people have gotten better, but I will say all the corporate overlords pay the fastest. People yes. like even for freelance stuff. Like those are the those are the gigs. If you're out there freelancing, get a couple of those to pad for all the other cool ones that will take nine hundred years. Oh, dude, <laughs> I I would be dead if it wasn't for I had a freelance gig and the person I was talking to like, all right, so you're going to need to send these monthly and it's going to be net 60, which is stupid anyway, especially for what they're paying me. It wasn't enough. And they're yeah. like, all this crap. And then I emailed the accounts payable person and was like, hey, like, this is what I'm doing. Can you just put me in your payroll? And she was like, yeah, sure. So I just got put in Smart. payroll and then I got paid every two weeks. And I was like, oh my God, this is great. Say less. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and I just asked her and I was like, hey, I just asked the your accounts payable if they could do that. And he was like, no, 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 it's only net 60. It's just, I was like, well, I'm getting paid every two weeks. So check it out. Sick. Joke's on you. Pretty yeah. tight. Kids got to eat. <laughs> tight. 
Anyway, that's enough of that crap. Uh, yeah, I was in New York. Boy. You were Thank in New York. What'd you do? Uh, not a lot. You had a I'm rooftop party. Yeah, it was Adrian's birthday, so we had like a rooftop party at the Jane. Shout out to the Jane. Damn. Uh, yeah, it was super cool. Like all the homies came through. Like it was like kind of like a mini reunion. It was really funny. Like Gian was there. Lawrence and James were there. Uh, Jeff Loeb. Jeff Loeb was there. Barber. Yeah. And CB Rucker. Yeah, CB was there. Andrew Chen was there. Uh, Like Adrian's birthday parties. Like I kind of want to make them every year in New York just because it like the Venn diagrams of the people we know and then the people who know each other that we don't know each other. We don't know that they know each other. Is like insane. It's like the best thing. Like Andrew, it's, like, it's literally like the predator meme of like the arms linking. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, next year, guys, somewhere in New York. Well, uh, s- send me the dates. I'll be there. Yeah, September. It's always early September. Jeremy, you were here in New York too. I was. Yeah, you there. were there like right after I was there. I think. Or right yeah, I know. Before. You jerk. You didn't. I didn't know when you were going to be there. I would have coordinated my trip. <laughs> He was out here potting. You know? I was, I was, I was potting, and I was doing. I had to finish a a project for a company I was consulting for. And funny thing is, they. If you're hearing this, it means you've hit the end of the Patreon preview. Podcasting ain't much, but it's honest work. To hear the rest of the Blamo special episodes, please consider signing up for the Patreon. For just a few dollars a month, your hard-earned cash can help our talking heads dress the rest of their bodies in marked-down artisanal clothes. Thanks for listening.